You're listening to the Beats and Bars podcast hosted by Battle Beats. This podcast is out there to shine a light on the most slept on and underrated rappers and producers. All right, hey guys, what's up? It's Battle Beats here on the Beats and Bars podcast. We're joined with a very special guest. We have got LLB. How's it going, bro? All good, all good. Thanks for having me. No, you're welcome, you're welcome. So for those who don't know, LLB is a fellow producer like myself. He is also from the UK. However, he, he lives in Cyprus, which is pretty cool. Is it nice and warm over there? Uh, it's slightly too hot. Slightly too hot. It's not too bad, though. It's, uh, it's starting to cool down a little bit, but yeah, it's, nice. it's still quite uncomfortable. Still, still need the air con. So. What was the um, lockdown restrictions like over there? Because it's been a pretty crazy few months in England. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Um, in the beginning, it was fairly strict, so before we moved into this place the lockdown started like when we was living up in the mountains with my uh, my girlfriend's parents um and we literally well i didn't leave the house for like two and a half months maybe about two and a half months and um after that then i could like send a text to this this number to get um a text that tells me i'm allowed to go out and then if i get stopped then someone could tell me but yeah, it, it took a while. I was just stuck inside, just nothing to do except make music. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah. one thing that um, has been sick for me is because I've not been at work because of the government paying a percentage of my wage. I've literally just had so much time to make music to, to focus. I've really been hammering marketing and just trying to get my myself to understand a little bit better and just try and grow um grow battle beach really which is really cool yeah how's that going yeah it's going good it's slow and steady um but i'm enjoying every every single step i feel like i'm learning more and more as i go and i've i've learned to realize that it's okay to go at a slow process it's okay for oh, a slow process whereas you know if you just trust me uh, a year or two ago i was like right yeah i want to be full-time doing this whole thing um by the you know by the end of 2019 whatever and and it just doesn't happen mm. um so i'm just i'm just enjoying it on the way trying new things uh getting to know more people because mm. I, I believe that more people you know the better connections you have it can help you uh and stuff like mm. that so really just trying to hone in but getting better at making beats as well mixing i've been doing a lot of mixing so i've, I've noticed I've, I've noticed you've gone for like the the lo-fi Low yeah. fi style at the minute, and that's what that's it looks like it's working for you, man. I like I like those. Yeah, me. They, they, sound, uh, they seem to suit you a, a lot more. Yeah, so if you you know any of my friends who know me, they know I'm like a laid back guy. Um, you know, I'm mm. just super chill in general, and I never really was into like trap that much, but I decided right, I'm gonna learn how to make trap beats anyway. Um, yeah, but then it it was only recently, you know, past you know it's probably since the whole COVID thing. So the past six months, I was like, I went through all my beats and I thought, you know what? There's actually more boom bap, chiller, lo-fi type beats. So I'm just gonna, I feel more comfortable doing that. So I'm just gonna roll with that. And if someone wants trap beats, yeah, I'll still I'm still making them. I'm just not yeah, like yeah. I'm just don't get as hyped by them. Um, so I think that's more of my producer journey is just finding out what works for me. Because when I first started, yeah, some of my right. beats were, they were just what they were, but 
I just feel much more comfortable in that lane. But what was it like for you? When did you really start getting into making beats and stuff? Because I remember like, this is going to sound really random, but I remember like seeing one of your posts from like 2016 on like a hip hop group on Facebook. <laughs> like, hey, does anyone want some beats? Whatever. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Back in the old spamming days. Yeah, yeah exactly. So what, what was it like? Uh, when did you get into yeah. beats? If I, was, if I was to go like way back, it'd be like when Timberland dropped Shock album, um, Shock Value. Do you remember that album? Yeah. Like 2006 or whenever it was. And uh, I like that got me into music. So I downloaded FL Studio, just the, you know, the, the trial. I played around with it for a while, you know, then left it for ages, went through school. And then in my first year at uni, I started doing it again, like on the, at the back end in my first year. And then I started doing it as a hobby, just making beats in my, in my room, you know, at the end of the day. Um, and then my last year, in my last year, my third year at uni, over the summer, I really like started doing, making lots and lots of beats. There was still trash, but I was making lots of beats. And then um, in 40 hours, like fully onto it, I wasn't onto the whole, you know, selling them or anything, but um, we, I recently went, over that summer, I went to my girlfriend's parents in, in Cyprus. We just went for a holiday and they're both musicians. And one of them said, um, her, her mother-in-law said, you should, you should sell these. I was making beats and she's like, you should sell these. I was like, really? I, I had no idea you could sell anything. And then, um, yeah, I looked into it and then I was just like, yeah, I should probably, I, I should, I may as well give this a try and just see what happens yeah, yeah. with it. Cause I don't, I'm, I'm not going to use my degree. So. What's your degree in, by the way? <laughs> Sport and exercise science. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> On, yeah. a, on, a, on a side note, I did uh, see that you like playing basketball in your vlogs, you're yes. shooting hoops. Uh, it's yeah. random because when I was in school in like year eight, you know, when you just get put in like random classes with random people that you've never met before from different forms and things. Yeah, I ended yeah. up having to sit next to uh, this guy um, and he was like really cool. We got on really well. And he was like, oh, me and my friends play basketball at lunch. Do you want to play with us? I was like, yeah, sweet. Right. Um, and then since like pretty much the start of year eight up until like the last day in year 13, we used to play like basketball almost like every lunch break. Um, nice. We nice. just loved it. Uh, so I yeah, did a lot of sports. Good. I did rugby as well. Do you have a team? Uh, basketball team or? Yeah, basketball team. team or rugby team? No, just basketball. Um, it used to be. It used to be the Celtics when Garnett was playing yeah, and KG. Uh, KG and Ray Allen and Rondo, mm. and Pierce, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah I, I kind of swayed away. I just started following players, you know, like I followed Melo for a while. Still mm. like watching him now because he's managed to find a team. Um, yeah, yeah he did quite well, yeah. actually. Yeah, that was what yeah, I was I'm like. Surprised, so, I'm surprised he found a team. Yeah, so early on in uh, when I was into basketball, I just, Kobe was just like, I was just, this guy's sick. I'm going to support Lakers because my yeah. mate that I mentioned supported the Celtics and he was always wearing a Paul Pierce jersey. So I was like, well, I'm not just going to support them. I'm going to support the Lakers. Um, so we had that cool rivalry yeah. going on. And then the Lakers got really bad. Um, so I f from like 2014 to like 16, I just didn't really follow basketball at all. And then, and then we drafted Brandon Ingram. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, starting to get into it. Um, that was like four, four or five years. I can't remember. 2016. So then I got really back into basketball. And then we got LeBron James. And now we're up for a 
potentially winning a championship. So you really got into making yeah. beats seriously over the past sort of few years, really. And then you've sort of been on a journey since then. It's really cool to see, you know, we've probably been um, DMing back and forth, liking each other's posts and things, probably for the past two years. And it, I've definitely seen um, a lot of growth in in you and your beats, your confidence and, you know, your followers and subscribers mm. and all of that. What would you say is the, um, I know you like to talk about gems a lot. So what would you say the gem is to your sort of steady growth? <laughs> um it's not it's not been to be honest it's not been steady and it's like it's been it's very it's hard like it's quite difficult to i'm sure you know this it's quite it's so hard to stay motivated at certain times especially in the beginning i think that's probably the the most difficult part because you know i saw like um kyle beats and uh at the time it was what's his name uh um, taz or internet money and there's another guy and they used to do vlogs and they used to like do their beat making vlogs and stuff. And I check out their, their YouTube channels and one of the guys only had like three videos and he had like, a, like tons wow. of subscribers, lots of views and stuff. I was like, this is, like, this is, this seems pretty easy. So I'll just, you know, whip the camera out, start recording myself making beats and stuff. Um, started doing it, made, uploaded like five or six videos, nothing, just like, like 50 subscribers. Um, and, at, and at that point, when you're making videos, you don't really know what makes it, what's a good video, like because you're too biased towards your own stuff because you're, you know, yeah, something yeah. new to you. You're nervous. You're just excited to do stuff, so you think whatever you're putting out is good. So you know, I just kept making videos, and then um, I had like a whole period of, and I, I put this on one of my tutorials um, of commenting on as many type beats as possible. So I just searched type beat, and then. Um, filter it to the last hour and then just go through the whole list, you know, like comment, like a genuine comment, you know, not like follow for follow or anything. <clears throat> and then um, subscribe to them and then just rinse and repeat that process like all day um, for like, like five or six months. And then that was what got me the growth and got me, you know, got people coming to my videos and, and <clears throat> liking and commenting and being engaged. And then, uh, yeah, it was just up and down in terms of motivation, you know, still wasn't getting many views, had lots of subscribers, still wasn't getting, you know, what I thought the videos were worth. And then, you know, it was only this year really that I really stopped, you know, took a step back <clears throat> and then said, you know, I need to do this super consistent, you know, at least every other day, really focus on the quality of the content, you know, learn more about how to film stuff properly. And yeah, this is probably the year where it's got, it's, it's gained more traction with it so yeah so i know yeah you, it definitely is I, I noticed that you said that you went in all in on youtube sort of from christmas you decided right i'm gonna go all mm. in um and just you know make regular content which i think is, is really cool and you can see that you've had growth from that i looked at your channel and i was like what he's got 14k already like i was like i was like whoa that's sick because i i I remember you not having as many as that. I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's no hats off to you. You've you've killed it." Um, but um, what was it? Was what was it? What was it like? What made you decide that? Because um, what? Because I've just I you know those times where I was like, "Right, I'm gonna make a shit ton of YouTube videos," and then after two weeks of solid uploads every day, I'm like, "Right, I got no more ideas." Um, so what made you like? Yeah. What, what made you just be like, "Right, I'm doing this, and we'll see how it goes." <clears throat> well, it was, 
I don't know, it's just lots of different things, you know, lots of little things allow me, you know, like came to, allow me to have an epiphany and, you know, think, you know, this is, I need to do this all the time, basically, because yeah, yeah. it doesn't work. I mean, it, it, it works for some people that spend, you know, like weeks on, on one piece of content that's really, really good. And then they put it out and, you know, it blows up like, um, you know, like bad lick. Bad lip syncing, for example, because that, that takes them weeks to, to find yeah. all the clips. And like epic rap battles release one once yeah. a month and it gets millions of views. Exactly, yeah. So I was like, like I'm making beats, I'm vlogging myself making beats. So I need to do this way more regularly. That was one thing. And then some of the videos that I had experimented with, you know, in the past year, you know, how to sell beats on Instagram, that did really well. That's like one of my second most popular videos. Mm. Um, and a couple others, but mainly the ones about selling beats tended to work for me off on the channel. So mm -hmm. I was just like, I've you know I looked at um, Prod by Ocean, his his YouTube channel, and you know Kyle Beats and lots of other people, and they all do they all sort of stick to a similar theme, especially in the titles. So I was like, I'm just gonna make beat selling videos, and then you know do vloggy stuff and and slowly introduce that as well. Um, I'm just going to do that as many times as possible and just try to come up with something new every time, something that, you know, something that's, um, something that's not already out there and then just see what happens with it. So I figured that out and I was like, okay, so I'm, I just need to do this every other day. Not worry about the views. Don't worry about having to run ads on my videos. Not have to worry about trying to get more subscribers, just, just pound the same keywords and, and just do that and focus on the content and yeah, that it works. <laughs> it just works. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool, um, and I think yeah. I think it's really cool. I I enjoy, you know, I mean, my YouTube channel has I think 143 subscribers, but like I notice every single one. It's like right, I've earned that one subscriber, and I guess like you must feel like with yeah. 14,000, you're like, yeah, I've I've earned those subscribers. It's like I remember listening to Gary V, and he was saying that in the olden days of Twitter, he used to just search. Um, Pinot Noir as a hashtag and then like retweet or comment on every single post that is using that hashtag and he used to see a lot yeah. of you know organic growth from that and uh, it's, it's good to know that you you've done that with tight beats because I might, I might I think I'm gonna start doing that if you um you know 20 minutes a day or whatever and I think it's, I think it's a great idea because I definitely think YouTube is such a great way yeah. to monetize your skills as a producer um and as there, there are a lot of producers doing it and you do have to stand out and like you said your beat making videos have stood out for you i'm still in the process of figuring out what i think is going to be my sort of thing because i put out youtube videos where i'll explain things but i'm i'm still figuring it all out but it's it's great to see that you found yeah. your lane and you're sort of rolling with it uh i find mm. that really really cool but um why don't we talk about quickly i noticed in one of your videos you was like right i'm going all in on youtube i need to like have a uniform uh, do you want to just uh, let us know what your thought process was behind that because um it reminds me of someone that i'll say in a moment but once you've uh, you've gone into it a little bit right okay yeah so i think it was it was just before christmas i was we were still living up in the mountains at um, my girlfriend's parents house and um, I went, I flew back home to the UK for Christmas and I was just like, cause the routine was so all over the place. Cause we had, we have 12, we had 12 dogs at the house 
um you know things were always coming and going so like every day the routine was was completely different and I was having to like squeeze everything in so like I'd have to rush videos and then I'd have to try and make a beat um at like midnight when everyone's gone to bed you know with my headphones on and then um you know just it was just different every day and it was really hard to be consistent with everything because you know you forget stuff and whatnot so mm. when I went home I was like right I'm going to get up every the same time every every morning especially even when I go back to Cyprus every same time every morning um you know just go through the normal routine you know wake up you know wash up clean up take a quick shower whatnot, and then just have like not even not even have to think about it but you know just have some set clothes open the wardrobe throw some clothes on um but you know feel like you're in a a working state of mind so i just thought i'm going to order a lot of black tees um some come some like smart joggers and then i'm just gonna you know wear them throughout the week and then yeah. that'll be my that'll be my stuff because i'm working from home i don't want to it's, it's hard it's, it's quite difficult to say because like, you have to you have to differentiate between because you're working from home but it's also your home so you have to kind of re- find time yeah, to relax yeah. and just i'm sure you know this it's, it's really difficult to do but yeah so so basically what you know you're saying you wanted to eliminate as many decisions and distractions as you could so just having simple clothes is just it just makes it easier it's what Mark zuckerberg does did you know that yeah i think i watched him like years ago that's just reminding me years and years ago that's what Mark zuckerberg does he always wears a white t-shirt unless he's has to wear a suit for whatever reason but he was like i've got so many other decisions that i've got to make throughout the day I don't want to have to decide what I'm going to wear each day. So I'm just going to buy a load of white t-shirts and Navy jeans. And that's just going to be what I wear, um, yeah. which I thought was just super cool. And I, and I guess, you know, you want to keep your, you know, your mind fresh and creative for the music. So spending yeah, 20 exactly. minutes deciding what to wear, oh, maybe I need to iron this, whatever. You just, it's just, yeah. I think it's great. But um, yeah, exactly. I, I was watching one of your videos and I really liked what you did with, uh, oh, what's the, the video? It was where you was like stacking a melody with as many different things as possible, uh, and then you bounced it out. You re- reduce the sample mm. rate, and then you added the drums. Um, yeah. So when I make beats, I love having lots of different melodies um, f- at various different times in the beat, so it keeps it interesting. So you're like stacking that melody with different layers, so it sounds nice and rich and. Um, and it's just a full melody, you know, because I see a lot of producers literally with um, like chords and then like a, a counter melody, like a lead synth on top. Then they've got the drums. Yeah. And sometimes they just sound a little bit like empty. And I really like seeing that video of yours because um, you'd like layered the melody to the point where it was like it was rich and it had everything you needed. So that throughout the beat, it wasn't just the two same sounds going on the whole time. And it just kind of mix it up yeah do you want to just talk a little bit about why yeah. you do that and stuff yeah so i actually actually started there's a producer i watched on um the producer grind podcast he like came into one of those morning sessions hmm. it's called um pale 1080 i think and right. um talking about like you know he'd, be, he'd only been uploading beats for like a year and a half but he was doing it every day every single day and then he started making, and I was making a living. So I went and checked out his beats, and I, his beats are really nice, especially his melodies. And they're really like um, down sampled, but there's there's tons of stuff going on. And um, 
I just really liked that sound. So I was like, I'm just going to try and make my melodies way better. Because I was the same. I was like, a few chords, maybe lay the chords up a bit, top melody, uh, pad or something in the background, and that was it. But um, yeah, so I just I just spend like half an hour every time I make a beat now, spend like half an hour making just the melody, you know, start off with a little something, something a little catchy, and then you just stack some chords on top of it. And then exact same chords but with a different vst and then maybe the exact same top melody but just with a different a different sound and you just and then you, you just put that all into one into one pattern and then and then i put it into the you know where you arrange the beat i just sort the whole melody into a full arrangement before i even you know think about adding drums um and you know add all the effects that i need to you know mix it before i need to add, add in the drums it just seems to be a cleaner workflow you know just mm. getting a really cool melody um and it, it makes you think more about the melody and it, it makes you think more about like the quality of the beat in that way in that way but you can still do it fairly quick you know you can still crank yeah yeah crank. I really, I like so, yeah that, that, that was that was normally that was sort of how i you know started to do stuff like that with my with my melodies yeah nice what um because I know I know that you've talked about before how you've you know you 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 like selling your drum kits and stuff like this and uh, you know they've done um, all right for you. Are you looking at getting into more sound design, sort of selling melody loops, drum kits maybe, or is that something that you've done or maybe won't do again, or you might really go in on it again, or where are you standing um, with that? I want to, I want to. Um, I think it's just. It's just timing at the minute because I, I do all these videos about selling beats and how to grow and all this kind of stuff. So it'd be a little bit counterintuitive for me for me to um, just just be selling melody packs and, and loop packs and drum kits. But I, but I really want to do that as well. So because the thing is like to make a really good drum kit and a good loop kit that people, you know, that's worth what you're charging. You know, I want to spend, you know, a decent amount of time doing it. So um yeah, I, I want to get into it, um, but at the same time, I want to be I want to be credible, you know. So the advice I'm giving on my YouTube is is legit, you know, and, and keep up to mm. date with all all the stuff, you know, that when it comes to selling beats. So that's like the main focus at the minute. But I yeah, think yeah. you know, in a few months' time, you know, just see what see what position I'm in in a few months' time, and then mm. um, and then when I can find some more pockets of time in the day, I, I think I'll probably will, I will I, I need to I need to put more producer stuff out to be honest, but. Yeah, it's just because I think I think I know if we're talking business as such, you've got probably ninety nine percent of your followers are, or subscribers are producers. Um, well, maybe not that. Yeah. And that's a, that's a large amount. Maybe you know, it might, I don't know what percentage. Say it's like eighty twenty producers over rappers or and then randomers who just enjoy watching music producers make beats. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got such a large producer audience. It would be a shame if you could not like monetize that even more with kits and you know because producers yeah. just go mental for buying kits and uh, melodies and things because they just want to be <laughs> just standing out different or whatever but but it's really cool to know that you might do it one day you might not uh, i've i've linked up with someone and we're yeah, actually I, I working think I, will. I, I think i will yeah because because i put out the um i put out the uncharted kit and the artemis kit and all the kits, but both of those two kits have done well, and they stayed doing well for quite a while. Um, so to be honest, it's probably a no-brainer for me to do it. So I really should do it. Like even, um, do you know, who Ready Made is. No, Ready I don't Made. Know who that is. He's a type B producer, but he's um, he's quite he's doing quite well in the industry as well. 
him and uh, there's another guy called Speaker Bangers. He's done a few songs for Rod Wave. Oh, nice. Um, even those two, like those two, bought the kit. I was like, I saw it on Beat Stars. I was like, nah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that's, good. That's and sick, then that's I checked, yeah, then I checked it. and I was like, Jesus Christ! I was like, what the hell? I mean, it was only like thirty dollars, but I was, it was it was cool I, to know that they yeah yeah. They, you never know what record it's going to go on as well. That's cool. Have you heard of Decaf? Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, Decaf? no, I don't think so. Decaf's like this big producer that uh, has a lot of industry um, Grammys and shit, and uh, he makes a drum pack called Drums That Knock. You must have heard of Drums That Knock. What's his name? Decaf. Decaf. Anyway, check him out because um, he makes. He's literally known for making drum samples. He's like. I've never bought any of his kits. He's what, sorry? Decap. Up a little bit then. Decap. He's known for making like drum samples and stuff, and he's had his uh, drums on all sorts of records, and he's sick. Uh, I need to buy one of his kits because I've never bought one, but um, yeah, he's really good, and he literally just makes bank on these. He spends ages making a volume of this drum bank, and then as soon as it drops, all these industry producers are all buying his kit. It's like... He's got like the best nice. drums, um, which is really cool. But what was it like getting the Shorty Shore placement? Because I know that you were, from what I gather, you were pretty buzzing about that. Yeah, it was weird. It's kind of it's kind of bittersweet, to be honest. But um, so yeah, it, I was thinking, you know, I need to, if I want, I want to get a placement, at least one major placement, you know, especially if like I'm trying to. Um, sound credible on my, my videos because you know I could say anything and you know it could you know having that placement and having the sales to back everything that I'm saying up makes it way more credible and like yeah I don't yeah. want to be I don't want to be putting out information that's like that's not genuine you know because if I tell someone to do one thing and they go spamming people and get their Instagram deleted or something then it's no it's no good so I, I was like I need to get at least one placement so it was like November December time I was like I'm just going to send out Two or three, two or three beats every day to um, you know to a bunch of emails that, I've, that I can find on Instagram that sound similar to the you know they use music similar to the beats that I make. So I send out three or four beats every day, um, all the way through December, and then towards the middle of December, I went out on this work trip um, with you know Duke of Edinburgh, Duke of Edinburgh's mm -hmm. award. I did um, some work with them, and I went to Nepal, and. Uh, I had a little bit of time in the evening, so I was like sending out beats from the hotel. And then the next morning, whilst we was doing the, you know, whilst I was helping out and was working, I got an email back from their management, and he was like, "Yeah, we're using the, we're using, I think it's called the Yaming beat." And mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's that's amazing." Didn't hear from them until like March, and then, um, and then they released the song, and then they, but you know, they but they sent me contracts in between there, and I was like, had to sign stuff. Um, but I basically, I basically just signed it without even looking at it. I was like, let's just get one placement done and just, I'll take a loss on this Did you one. Get let's just get the song out. Um, I wouldn't say shafted. I got paid, but I didn't get, I don't think I get, I, I don't get any royalties for it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, at least you got a yeah. is, is I just a song, got a down payment. Is the song going to blow up? I mean, well, it, it's done pretty well. Like I checked. So he released a song. I was like, that's quite, it's quite a catchy. I didn't like it at first, but I was like, I looked more into Shorty Shorty and listened to his music. And I was like, this is actually quite a good song. And then, um, 
like a month later, I got a notification from his YouTube and he released a music video for it. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's so cool. And then, uh, yeah, so I looked at the music video and that music, the video's got like a million, I think it's just hit a million views, the music video has. So I was like, oh, sweet. That's, that's pretty awesome. So it's, it's helped indirectly because now, because I get a lot of people asking about that, a lot of producers, you know, asking about that and, you know, how I got it and everything. So that's helped. That's indirectly cool. you know with with the youtube yeah. stuff but i mean sometimes you've got to take a few like not losses but like that's that's something that you can accept because it's put you on the map a bit more yeah exactly yeah that was the whole intention i wasn't too bothered about um you know getting my paperwork right getting on my legal stuff right i just i was just like let me just yeah. put something out something that something that i can use as a reference you know yeah credit users credit so yeah i yeah, think that's, that's it what um yeah. what are there any artists that you work with now um that you think are like genuinely right this is this guy's gonna be like the next big thing yeah actually yeah um let me mention that there's a guy called uh shine grady mm -hmm. and um i've been sending him beats i was sending him beats when i was sending him beats i think i was sending him beats in january or february and um he's really like he was okay back then but now like all of a sudden he just seems to have gotten like insanely good he's been putting music on world star hip-hop he dropped one with with one of my beats on world star hip-hop as well which was quite cool but yeah i think he's definitely got massive potential he's you know you just got you can just sense that he's do, he's gonna do well he's got like mm. weird hair he's got like half his hair is red half of it's black and then he's got tattoos all over his face he just he just looks like an industry kind of you know artist so yeah, I think he's probably probably going to do well. Nice. And um, what would you say are your top three favorite plugins? Uh, top three favorite plugins? Um, effects or VSTs? Whatever. A plugin is a plugin, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe um, Van Halen Reverb. That's, I use that in every beat. That's a good plugin. Um, Korg Triton. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and arcade okay yeah just, just i thought you'd just say that because you use it a lot yeah just load I, it up I, and bang a sample in is it um yeah. is that uh is the output arcade is that like a subscription then yeah it's like 10 10 dollars a month yeah because the best my beats just went from like one level to the next when i got the slate digital all access pass subscription Okay. Um, if you if you want to like get better at mixing, these this this plugin has got like all of the best mixing plugins in the world. It's like um, ten dollars a month for six months, and it's like fifteen dollars a month after that. And they've got um, plugins that are modelled on the best analog gear. And I'm not kidding you. There's not really any difference. Uh, with you now you've got a plugin wow. that you load in that's like a three thousand dollar compressor. Um, in real life but the digital version's like just as good so check it out because i'm not I'm yeah, not, yeah i'm not okay. kidding you know you load up like you know there's, there's, there's this one there's so many presets so you look you know you've got a nice kick it sounds good already but you want it to sound even better you load up one of their um like kick presets and it just sounds sick instantly and there's so many yeah cool mixing things that i've been learning over the past few months because i really want to get my mixing good um mm. and like since i got those it's it's been it's been sick so the slate digital nice. plugins are they're the best plugins 
to mix with not so much um like to get good sounds you get those from your vsts but for like mixing your beat and and stuff like that yeah they're insane I put, yeah nice I, to be fair i sleep on mixing too much i, I literally use paid pl paid plugins for mixing and mastering I, i've got the waves cla compressor uh, that's a good one um what else have i got the the apex vintage exciter that one saturation oh plugin. nice um and i've just bought the the fab filter q3 eq i've heard that's but, really but after, good yeah it's, it's amazing but but after that like i just don't do anything else with mixing i just I'm sleeping too much on mixing. Sometimes so you don't. Sometimes you don't need to. Like if you're using good quality samples, the producer that made yeah. that sound is probably like compressed and EQ'd the hell out of it anyway. So yeah, load, exactly. Load it exactly. In and it sounds. Sick. I, I do that. I do that with my kits. I you know pre 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 process them. So that's yeah. like a, it's, it's a selling point and it, it, it yeah it's just quick, it's just way quicker. You know, yeah, pr producers to like to be able to make a beat very fast nowadays. And if, if yeah. you've got a banging kick or snare and it sounds sick already, you load it in. Sometimes you don't have to actually touch it. You can just level it out and um, it, it sounds yeah. sick. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. What do you think the next five years look for you? Look like for you then? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> have you got, are, you, are you the type of person uh, that has like a five-year plan, ten-year plan? Are you a little bit no, more... No, I switch. I just like to... Um, I'd like to hit certain, you know, hit certain milestones, I suppose, like, you know, more short term. And then, you know, I guess the big picture would be, you know, make, make a comfortable amount of money to, you know, pay the bills and then not, and literally just not have to worry about, basically just not have to worry about money. Um, YouTube, I'd like to, I'd like to hit the 100K at some point, you know, maybe in the next two years, two and a half years maybe even sooner hopefully if a video blows up but we'll see um yeah i don't yeah i think it's just it's just more just a case of, of just chipping away at yeah the same the same that you're doing yeah. now but just on a bigger scale basically i think that's good yeah exactly just keep just keep growing really i don't want to main thing is just try not to burn out because get some you know as you can get too carried away with something and then Mm. 10 hours passing your head's hurting and everything you do that every day it's going to take a toll so yeah, yeah just just try and keep the longevity going Stop yeah thanks for having me man it's been good it's my first podcast by the way She's oh a, sick it's sick. All, all new yeah oh yeah i mean most people who are like never who have never done one before are always like oh man like i was a bit nervous and i'm yeah. like you've literally no reason to be nervous it's like hey just talk yeah, yeah. um so some people I saw you did your, uh, I saw you do the podcast with Wishmaster. Yeah, yeah, I was sick actually. Yeah, he was, was really. That? Yeah, yeah, it was. To be honest, I was a little nervous going in because he's, he's like a, he's a producer that is earning like twenty k a month. Um, yeah, he spends, he's he spends, well. he spends like um, hundred a, a day on ads. Um, yeah, and he he has a he has a school that he runs and teaches music production. He's a, a coach in the MIDI money community, and uh, yeah, he's, yeah. Sell, he's selling beats on BeatStars, killing it. He's selling beats, um, doing beat bundles. He's killing it, and he's just had some big yeah. placements as well with you know Rick Ross, Nelly, um, just so many people. So it was, it was 
yeah, it was sick getting to know him um, a little bit more, yeah. uh, you know, because I follow him in the Midi Money stuff. But uh, yeah, he it was it was sick getting to know him, uh, and yeah, it's that that's actually probably right. done one of the worst out of all my episodes. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say. Um, however, however, he was up for doing it, and I was expecting it to get more views, but. I'm not doing it for the views. I'm doing yeah. it to get to know the people. Um, yeah. And, you know, the more connections I have, the, you know. How did you, how did you contact him? Did you send him a DM or an email? Or a Facebook, Facebook message in the... Uh, oh, nice. Because he's in the Midi Money group. His Facebook ah, personal okay. profile comes up. And because I'm in that group too, um, he was just like, yeah, man, I'm up for it. When, when's good? Because he knows that I am in that group. So he was just well up for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which oh, that's sick. awesome! Yeah, but that's I'm, awesome. I'm, I I emailed a bunch of like YouTube rappers, like big name ones. So I, I have you heard of Crypt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I sent him a DM because so many rappers that I work, uh, I'm friends with, or I work with, they're they're all like, and they all just love Crypt. Like they're obsessed with Crypt. Crypt, Crypt. He's the best. Whatever. Um, yeah. So I was like, right, let me try and get him on the podcast. I didn't get him on. Um, it's really funny. I emailed Ocean and he got back to me and said, I really want to do a podcast, so I need to uh, chase that up. Ed Talanti also said mm-hmm. he's up for doing a podcast one day. Um, so I've got, nice. I've got some people I need to follow up with because you know they're busy, they don't always have a chance to look at emails and things. So yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got some you know, bigger names coming on, but as much as uh, this podcast is about, um, music producers and artists, I really want it to be about people who are not as well known so that um, yeah, people, people yeah, can right. get to know them a bit more. And hopefully when I when this podcast has got a bigger platform, if I get, you know, say it gets, this podcast gets a lot more views, like 5,000 views an episode, if I then interview mm. someone who's really, really talented, but they've got like 50 YouTube subscribers, they could end up go, get, getting yeah, yeah. Like a couple hundred and it's like, doing a service to them because they're talented so that's like the aim with this podcast but if i can get a few bigger names on at the moment to grow it i'm i'm all fine with that. That, yeah exactly. so yeah we're yeah. just gonna get, see how it get goes that publicity first and, yeah and build other people up. Yeah. and then hopefully that i'm actually doing a i'm actually doing um the pod i'm doing ocean's podcast on monday oh sick weirdly tell him yeah, to get back. tell him to email me back i will yeah i will tell him yeah he that was bizarre actually. I was in May, he DM'd me on Instagram. I was like, What, what the fuck? Like, because he's got like what 200,000 subs. Yeah, like, he's and he's a logic me. pro user, so I've got a lot of respect. And he's a logic pro, yeah, 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 same as me. Yeah, so um, so he just said, Yeah, I've, I've just seen your YouTube channel, you know, keep doing your thing. And then in um, a couple of days ago, he posted on his story about having a car. And I've just we've just got another car, just got a new car now. Well, not a new car, but an, a second hand car. Yeah. And uh, he was like, um, saying it's so much better, you know, just having a car. I was like, yeah, tell me about it. Like, it just, it's just, especially here, like, there's so much, you can do so much more when you have a car. And um, and then he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, do you want to do the podcast? I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, so, hey, yeah. hey I've, I've helped warm you up to start answering those questions. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it's been good, man. It's been good. Yeah, Ocean's cool. Yeah. What's really cool about his, um, his channel is I used to see him just like, um, like maybe just by clicking in MIDI or, you know, 
on the odd MIDI keyboard, but he's actually yeah. been developing as a musician as well and starting to learn guitar. And I think he's been learning mm. piano as well, which is really cool to see his sort of development as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's cool. He's done, he's absolutely smashed it, man. Like he's, he's like a, a like pure example of um, consistency. Like I, I was, you know, you have those days where you're like, oh, nothing's going well here. Like, this is, what's the point anymore? So I uh, checked, I, I was like, I just went on Social Blade and looked at a few people. I checked out Ocean's stuff and I looked at when he started and he started only like three months before I did. Um, and I checked, so I looked at his, up, his, up, his up, sorry, but his uploads was like um, double mine. He's, you know, like maybe triple almost, I think. So he'd been uploading like, at least once a day sometimes every day you know and he was hitting the same keyword you know hitting all the same topics and just he's just done that and then completely smashed it um so yeah yeah if i you know that's just it, if, you, if you can if you can if you've got the time to do it and you've got like a year two years spare like that's the best thing to do just do it every single day and just see what happens yeah, exactly. He's got where he is now doing that. Yeah, so. you never, you know, you never know, and uh, it's good to see. And his his beats are good as well, um, and yeah, it's great to see. So, yeah. well, yeah, I hope that definitely. goes well. Anyway, it's going to be <laughs> good. To, and he's got a shit ton of subscribers, so you might get some from that. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Happy days. But anyway, bro, uh, we should probably end it there because we went on a bit of a tangent, okay. but it was it was worth it. It was totally worth it. My missus is going away for a weekend with her girlfriends, so I oh, need nice. to... Um, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of time to myself making music and stuff, so <laughs> she's going literally in 15 minutes, so I'm going to say bye, and then oh, I'm okay. going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to uh, get right to it. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on, bro. It's been sick, and... Um, yeah, we should stay in touch as well. Um, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah, I'll, 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 I will make sure to mention you to Ocean as well next week. Oh, it's fine. Because it, 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 it's probably just forgotten. Yeah, if yeah. you don't, whatever. It's, um, you know, it's, it's totally cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, man, thanks a lot. And I'll see yeah, you later. Good, man. See you later. Yeah, take care. Thank you for listening to the Beats and Bars podcast. I'm your host, Battle Beats. See you next week. It's bad.